Good morning, good afternoon, or good something in between. Welcome to today's episode of The Cat Season 4, Mick Ronald's Day. I'm Springer. And I'm Jen. Our music comes from audionautics.com. Rascal was depressed as he sadly shuffled down through a bump in the sidewalk by Chateau Avenue. He thought about all the horrible things that had happened to him in the last six months. The six months since the monster had been scrapped. Through the hundred degree heat of June Waco, he walked. His ears drooped as he thought of the new diet that Scampers had put him on months before, which now let him eat no meat, hardly any dairy. Even fruit had gone by the board as Scampers' environmental and health concerns had gone up and up, just like the temperature on the thermometer. Oh, life's so miserable. I just hate everything. Nothing works out anymore and it's too hot and I can't take my fur coat off. And and I just wish I could go work at McRonald's. Rascal thought back to that wonderful day on the space station, the only one of his days in space that he had ever enjoyed, where he'd been able to eat all the McRonald's food he wanted. M-m-m-meat. I just wish I could eat meat. Rascal, thinking in his reverie, did not notice what sat in front of him on the sidewalk until he'd already slipped on it and crashed to the ground. (laughs) He sat in his own depression on the ground, sobbing, his hands flailing until they landed upon something crunchy. What's this? He said, looking at a small piece of paper, obviously the thing that had tripped him. It was ratty and water-stained, but on it he could see a beautiful black and white logo, but a logo he'd seen in color twice before. McRonald's! McRonald's! Aww! I didn't know there was a McRonald's around here! If only Rascal could have read, he would have read that there wasn't actually a McRonald's anywhere within thousands, within tens of thousands of miles. But he gleefully grabbed the flyer and ran off toward his friend's Jimmy's house. Maybe Jimmy will want to go with me to McRonald's, he said. Up the flower pot lined driveway towards Jimmy's trailer, Rascal ran. He threw open the front door, down the 10 foot long hallway, and into Jimmy's tiny little bedroom. Jimmy, Jimmy, guess what? Said Rascal, who sounded happy for the first time in months. What? What happened, Rascal? Boy, you look happy. Hey, look what I- No, you've got to check this out, said Rascal, and he thrust the flyer into Jimmy's face. Let's go get a burger. Um, hold on, said Jimmy, scanning the pamphlet. Um, that's- that- 
Uh, it doesn't say anything here about there being one of these restaurants anywhere near here, but hey, isn't this that guy that you've been telling me about? That guy in outer space? McDonald's. Yeah, wow. Looks like they're hiring. Hiring? Said Rascal. I mean, like, there's not one in Waco. No, no, but it does say that they're hiring waiters and food carriers. Oh, I want to carry food, said Rascal. I just want to work for McDonald's. How do I get there? It says that the recruiting center is at the original McDonald's. And it's here? It's here? Said Rascal. Uh, said Jimmy after a pause, scanning the paper again. No, I don't think so. It says that you have to be in Bosnium Prime. What's Bosnium Prime? Said Rascal. Uh, I don't know, but, you know, I have this cool new thing. It's called a shortwave radio. And maybe we could call on the shortwave radio because it works It works really long distances away, even. And um, it works really well at night. And tonight's supposed to be a clear night. So why don't we go camping and, and we, can, we can listen to the radio and try to contact this McDonald's place. Okay, said Rascal. That sounds awesome. Yeah, said Jimmy. I... I think Bosnia Prime sounds kind of like an African name, but I bet we could get to Africa using the radio. Great, said Rascal, so it will, like, transport us there. Well, I don't know about that, but we'll see what we can do. The camping trip is the first step. I'll see you over at your house in just an hour. Go get ready. Rascal ran back home, and he was trying to figure out what he needed to get ready to go on a camping trip. He was running in circles, looking almost energetic when scampers walked in. Hey there, rascal. What are you up to? Uh, I'm, uh, Jimmy's coming. Oh, Jimmy's coming over. Great. I'm so glad that you are taking the opportunity to, well, to socialize again. You've seemed a little depressed and socialization is very good for you. I have an idea. Why don't you and Jimmy make a potato magnet? Uh, what? A potato magnet. I'll show you how. Uh, well, but we... Or, I know, I've got a brand new puzzle. You could do the new puzzle together here in the living room. Oh, but we don't... Oh, I know, I've got an even better idea. Why don't the two of you go camping? Um said Rascal, but he was saved from answering scampers because just then there was a and a knock, knock, knock at the door and Jimmy was there. Jimmy, said Rascal. Yeah, I'm here, said Jimmy. He held up a massive bundle. I brought my tent so we can camp outside. Wow, I'd be happy to come out and supervise you if you like, said scampers. Um, that's okay, said Rascal. No, really, it's no problem at all. Well, Why don't you guys go on and get started? I'll make some, well, I won't make jalapeno poppers because I know even though you like that and pizza and stuff that that's not very good for you, but I'll find some healthy snacks to bring out to you all later. Uh, uh. uh thanks a lot, said Jimmy. The, we'll see you in a little while, Scampers. Miss, Mrs. Scampers. They went outside and there they set up Jimmy's ancient two-pulled triangular tent in the middle of the yard. Oh, I can't believe we still have to eat scampers and horrible snacks. Oh, said Jimmy, I brought you something even better. I brought rations. 
Rations? That sounds like some horrible thing that that monster thing would have come up with. Does it involve grapefruit? No, it doesn't, said Jimmy. And out of his pockets and his bags, he pulled out a can of peas and one of dried salted beef, one of thick hard bread. And there in the yard, Rascal and Jimmy feasted on their rations. This is the best thing I've had in weeks, said Rascal. I love jerky. Yeah, yeah, me too, said Jimmy, although he didn't seem to be enjoying it quite as much as Rascal was. Okay, well, it's getting dark now, said Jimmy. Maybe we should set up the radio and, and try turning it on. Out of his bag, Jimmy pulled the radio, but right as he did so, there was a banging at the back door of Granny's house. Quick, shut the bag! Scampers is coming back! said Rascal. And as soon as they managed to shove the radio back into its sack, the door of the tent opened and in came Scampers. Hi guys! Look, look what I've got! This is going to be so yummy! I know you've been just yearning for fruit, so I brought some grapefruit leather. Grapefruit leather? said Rascal. Yeah, it's my own invention. I think that I, I came up with it back, oh, maybe about that time that the monster exploded and I figured I'd have to do more cooking on my own. And, and I was trying to take over some of the algorithms and make myself do them. And well, anyway, here it is. Give it a try. She shoved a piece into Rascal's mouth. Rascal bit down on the grapefruit jerky and almost broke his teeth. For in reality, grapefruit jerky was made something like actual leather by tanning the grapefruit peel. His mouth puckered up into a tiny little wince from which he could barely even spit out the piece of grapefruit leather into his paw when Scampers wasn't looking, of course. Well. I'll leave you kids to it, said Scampers, as she walked jauntily back to the house. Jimmy pulled out the radio again. Okay, let's get to this, he said. Now, okay, I'll just get the antenna set. He twisted two silver rods back and forth until he had kinked them into a very strange-looking array. And then suddenly, they heard the door zipping back open again. Jimmy jumped on top of the radio, hiding it as hard as he could as Scampers walked in again. You really should get to sleep, said Scampers. It's getting pretty late. Um, we're getting to sleep soon. We just have to, like, arrange our bedding and stuff, said Rascal. Good night, Scampers. See you later. I think I hear Granny calling. Oh, oh, I'd better get inside, said Scampers and hustled back to the house. Finally. Rascal and Jimmy were looking at the set-up radio, and Jimmy was twisting the dials this way and that. The radio made a lot of strange noises, but it, all of a sudden, a voice came over it. Hello? 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 And then it disappeared. And then Jimmy said, This is Jimmy up to anyone. Just seeing if you're there. My friend Rascal and I want to go to 
somewhere. And we were just hoping you'd know where Bosnia Prime is. So Rascal and I can go work for McDonald's, I think. There was a long pause, and then, mysteriously, another voice came over the radio. And Rascal jumped on the radio with terror as he heard the horrible voice come out. He jumped, and he jumped, and he punched the radio. Ow! He got stuck to my thumb, said Rascal as a bit of scraggedy metal got stuck to him. He shook his paw back and forth, back and forth with the thumb sticking out, and all of a sudden the tent illuminated with bright lights. Oh, oh no, now Scamper's coming back. That must be the porch light. <laughs> Rascal and Jimmy looked at one another, then slowly unzipped the tent and peeked out. What they saw, neither one of them could have believed if they'd heard it just a minute before, but there was an actual Martian disc of a flying saucer sitting on the lawn. It was a very small flying saucer at just under 11 feet wide, and the little hatch came out of the bottom like a platform and out walked two thin, scraggly Martians, about five feet tall. Hello, said one of them. Hello, said the other one. We are Martians. We saw your thumb. Do you need a ride? Um, I just wanted to know where Bosnia Prime is. Yeah, I'm going there on business. I can drop you off. Okay, but where is it? Outer space. Far away, but we can get you there. I, I wanted to work at McRonald's. Listen, we're on a time crunch. Can you get in now? I, I, you're Martians. I don't want to get in. Come on, said Jimmy. This is our chance. We're going to outer space. Come on. And he pushed Rascal up onto the platform. Wait, I can't quite reach, said Jimmy, as the spaceship began to ramp up its power. Give me your paw. Rascal grabbed onto Jimmy's paw as the platform began to extend back into the flying saucer. Little alarms that all sounded the same began to emanate from inside the ship. Beep, 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 beep. The flying saucer is over its weight limit, said one of the Martians. The ship began to list frighteningly to the side. Rascal, sadly wasn't all that strong, and his grip slipped. Jimmy's paw lost contact with his, and Jimmy fell to the ground. Ten feet below, Rascal screamed, Get Jimmy! Get Jimmy! But it was too late. We cannot, said the aliens. The flying saucer is already over its weight limit. We must leave. And so with that, the flying saucer closed up, and whistled off into the deepest, darkest depths of space. But in Granny Annie's house, Scampers, looking out of the window, saw it go, saw everything that happened, and looking down at Jimmy in the yard, she knew that she would have to get Rascal back. 
you enjoyed the cats, you may also enjoy The Wrong Town. The Wrong Town by Springer Moore, co-host of The Cats, and Marley McDonough is a chapter book for 7-10 to year olds. Kira is just trying to get one good look at the mysterious island off the shore from her cousin's apartment in Baku, Azerbaijan, when a massive wave knocks her amusement train clean off its tracks. She soon washes up on the rocky shore of the island itself and is caught up in the bizarre succession of leaders and revolutions, which begins soon after her arrival on the tiny chunk of land known as the Wrong Town. In this hilarious story of unique characters, bad leaders, and one giant stuffed wolf, you will find out just what happens when you live on an island paved with duct tape and the only things to eat are Mountain Dew and potato chips. The Wrong Town is available in both paperback and ebook formats from Amazon.com.